latest. Yo, yo, yo. What up? It's your boy, Lawrence Killerbrew, a.k.a. LK, a.k.a. L Boogie. I'm back. I said it. I'm back with another episode of the Comedy Hustle Podcast. And I'm excited, man. But first and foremost, before I even get started in anything I want to talk about today, I want to apologize to anybody that listens to my podcast on the regular. I am sincerely sorry because I haven't been dropping any episodes. And there's really no excuse for it. It's really just on me, you know. But the, to be honest with you, I just haven't been hyped to do them. You know what I mean? A lot of my energy and a lot of my motivation comes from me being active, from me doing stuff. You know, I try to be as genuine as possible and not try to talk about, you know, trendy topics. I try to talk about things that actually are going on in my life and things that are happening and shit like that. And, you know, with the climate of the world right now, I just haven't been hyped to do one. You know, I haven't been doing anything. You know what I mean? I'm not doing nothing, so it's hard to talk about something when I'm not doing anything. You know what I mean? So that's just, that is the honest to God truth why I haven't been dropping episodes. But today, I got some shit to talk about. Yes, I do, man. Um, All you know, pandemic, a lot of entertainers, comedians, musicians, rappers, actors, we've all been out of work. Um, I have been out of work since March 14th. That was my last show I did. I was in Nashville, Tennessee at the Comedy Bar. And that, I think that Sunday, they canceled everything. The, the country shut down. It was no more, you know, public outings and nothing like that. And that was my last show. And since then, I have not been on stage. I have not touched the stage. I have not been in front of an audience. And it was fucking killing me. You know what I mean? Just not to be able to do what you love. Fuck the money. You know what I'm saying? Just not being able to be in front of people and release you know, that comedy, stand-up comedy for me is a release. It gets, you know, it gets my juices moving, you know, all that. You know, I, a lot of y'all might not understand, but for a stand-up comedian to get on stage, that's like, that's it's therapeutic, you know? It's just, it feels good to, to say something and people laugh at you and they're having a good time and you can just see people having a good time. Like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But that all ended this weekend. That all ended this God damn weekend, man. Uh, I got booked to do Little Rock, Arkansas's Looney Bin Comedy Club. And this is definitely one of my favorite clubs, um, mainly because of the owner. He gave me an opportunity when no one else did, so that's why it's one of my favorite clubs. He was one of them owners that replied to an email who took me serious, you know, regardless of me not being famous or quote-unquote having a huge fan base. And he's been nothing but 100 with me the whole time. So that's why I always enjoy doing this club, mainly because of the management and the owner. But your boy got booked. Um, I was I was here since, actually, I'm still here. Um, but I've been here since Wednesday. And we had, I did six shows, seven shows, actually, from Wednesday to Sunday and I must say, it was fucking amazing. Like, that's all I can say. It was fucking amazing. But I'm not going to paint this picture of it being, like, peachy cream. Because my first show on Wednesday was horrible. You know, it was fucking horrible, man. 
uh, I was I, I didn't know where I was going. I wasn't prepared. I was prepared, but it was just different. When I got on stage, it didn't feel natural to me. I was forgetting jokes. The crowd wasn't that good. It was just a horrible night. And then I really was down on myself on Wednesday. Like, I was really down. Like, is this what comedy is going to be? I mean, it was only about maybe 15 people in the audience. And what comedy clubs have to do now is social distance. So now, you're not allowed to sit next to anybody in the comedy club unless you came with them. So now, the room is spread out. And any comedian knows that a spread out room is way more difficult to make laugh than a room where they're up on each other because laughing is contagious. So that was one factor. Another factor was my anxiety. You know, with this corona shit going on, I'm taking it serious and my anxiety was going because I was just worrying about so much shit. Like, is somebody going to cough? You know, does somebody in this room have it? Like, it was just so much going through my mind on that stage when I first stepped up there that I was shook. You know what I mean? I just, it just was not a good show. So Wednesday was very bad and I was getting down on myself. I felt like this is horrible, man. This is what comedy has turned into. Like, you know, what I'm going to do now? I don't have a plan B. Comedy was it. Thursday comes around, still the same. You know, the show was still horrible. Um, I started to remember my jokes a little bit more, but still horrible. You know, still to the point where I was like, comedy is done. You know, I did a live on Instagram and I just was like letting it out. You can using you can physically see it on my face how distraught I was from the show that I just happened. Like I was literally like if this was comedy is going to be like I'm getting a job. You know what I mean? Uh so Wednesday and Thursday were bad. They weren't good, you know, and that could be due to the crowd, you know, the circumstances and me. You know, all of us all those things come and play in a comedy show. The audience, the comedian, the host, like all that shit plays a part. And none of those things were in line that day. But Friday, baby. Friday? I don't know what it was. I came home after Thursday's night show. I just went straight to sleep, rested, got up, ran some miles, you know, looked over some videos of me on stage. And then I got into a mode of just like, fuck it. Like, fuck it. That's what I got into. I got into a mode of like, I'm going to go to this club, I'm going to tell these goddamn jokes, I'm going to get my money, I'm going to fuck home. Like, I don't care who's in the audience, I'm going to fuck what they got to say, I'm going to tell these jokes, I'm going to be on my way. And that's what happened, man. I didn't care. I went up there, I wasn't worrying about Corona, I wasn't worried about who's in the audience, I wasn't worried about none of that shit. I just went up there and I did me and that shit was amazing. Standing O. You know how, like, y'all don't understand how amazing that felt to go from not performing on stage for four months to having two horrible shows when you finally get on stage and then get a standing ovation. That shit, nigga. Let me tell you something. (laughs) That shit felt better than sex, man. It felt better than sex. Friday was fucking amazing. The crowd was on point. I was on point. I started to remember my jokes. I started getting more confident. So I was able to jump in and out of my jokes. I was able to pick on people and, you know, just the wit on stage was coming back. Everything just was in line on Friday. So we had two shows Friday. Both of them were amazing. You know, even with everything that was going on, the social distancing, we had to change mics after every comedian. 
I mean, it was just, it was a dope-ass feeling. Came home, felt good, you know, no problem, slept like a baby. Woke up, did the same thing. Went out, ran, uh, did some exercises, watched the video, and then Saturday, same thing. Went back up there and put my foot in they ass. Put my whole foot in they ass. I'm sorry. I just killed the mosquito that was near me. My bad. But anyway, yeah, I killed, felt good. And then it got so good to where a point was Sunday. Uh, the manager called me and said, hey, man, you know, uh, with the response that we got from the shows, we got a lot of people buying tickets for a Sunday show, which I wasn't on. You know, but he was like, yo, um, you did so well this weekend. I want to add you to the show. I said, hell, goddamn, yeah. So I did another show on Sunday. It was amazing. So now I feel like I'm fully back. I'm ready to go. And um, I feel alive again, man. I just feel upbeat. I feel energized. Just It felt good to just work, man. It felt good to work, to, to make some money, to to just be like I never realized how important comedy was to me until I didn't have it you know I never realized like I always treated it like a job and looked at it as like a job but now like I feel like a new person you know what I'm saying like I feel like I'm just it's just different now you know and now that I'm realizing like comedy is a part of me it's definitely a part of my DNA like to get up on stage and to work and to tell jokes to people is is part of me. You know what I mean? And it's just a great feeling, man. So um, I wanted to get, you know, and drop this episode, speak to y'all, let y'all know what's going on, man. Once again, I said I'm sorry for, you know, uh, not being as consistent as I should be with my podcast. I promise you that I will be better. I made a goal that I was going to do um, 200 podcast episodes before the end of the year, and I'm going to hold myself to that. So for everybody that's rocking with your boy, I appreciate you. I love you. Stay tuned. Dropping more episodes as we go. I'm really about to get on like a a schedule, you know, where I drop them same time every week, maybe twice a week, and really start promoting and pushing it, you know. Because um, if, if I don't get booked again, I'm going to need an outlet. I'm going to need to talk to people. I'm going to need to express what's going on and just have someone listen, you know. So stay with your boy, man. It's the comedy. Ho- mm, I'm sorry. This is the comedy hustle podcast, and I'm out here. Chip boy, peace.